some of this, Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. No way in the hallway. Welcome to the Spook House, everybody. It's a very special episode. I am Phil, and I'm joined by my friend Brandon. Say what's up to everybody, Brandon. What's up, everyone? Yeah, so Brandon is my girlfriend's best friend, and lucky me, he's a great guy, because you remember whenever we would go out to places and drink, remember when you could do that? Vaguely. Yeah. We would usually end up... uh, after quite a few beers, end up inevitably talking about horror movies yeah, and stuff. We did. And we always ended up talking about Scream. So it's perfect that you are here for this episode. Yeah, thanks, man, for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, a few weeks ago, I was supposed to record Scream 3. That didn't pan out for reasons. But we're just going to kind of do a Scream franchise wrap up. Just talk about them all the good and the bad. I'm looking at you, Scream 3. <laughs> So when you rewatch Scream Three, like you sent me a text, like Jesus, what'd you say? Jesus, butt fucking Christ, this movie's awful or something. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just what it felt like. Yeah, it yeah. was just, I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess we'll kind of start from. Wait, you know what? Fuck that. We got to talk about something. This is a very serious issue. Hmm. Are you aware of the conspiracy with Britney Spears currently? No. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) So, on her Instagram page, Mm -hmm. the same photos and videos keep getting reposted, and all the comments are like, we know what you did with Britney. And it's like, if you're in trouble, wear a yellow top. Like, the next video, she'll wear a yellow top, and there's this whole conspiracy. People think Britney's been, like, kidnapped, and it's deep, man. Do you follow her on it? You follow her on Instagram. No, I don't. What? No, I. I mean, I've. I send you her videos all the time. I know, and I watch those, but I, I don't follow her regularly. I've I've been reading stuff about her, whatever her current legal. Yeah, there's like uh, this whole thing. Like her sister Jamie is, is now the. Do you think you she's me. like deemed, like mentally unfit? To I'm not sure. Oversee her estate or something? I don't know. She's been in that for so long. That what is it? A conservatorship? Is that what it's called? Something like I that. I think. Yeah. Don't quote me, but it's she's been in that since 2000. See, this kind of adds to the whole six, conspiracy. Seven, Go know. to Britney Spears' Instagram and just. I mean, first of all, she is a fascinating follow. Conspiracy or not, she is. She's something, but the comments are hilarious. So, just want to throw that out there. You know, if I got to devote an entire episode to Britney, I'll do it. <laughs> but anyways, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about Scream. All right. Brandon, when was the first time you saw Scream? Ooh, I think I was probably 18. Really? When I first, yeah. 
Because this is weird. This is the thing about these films. And I sort of noticed that when I was rewatching them is, you know, I saw them at a later, I didn't see them when I think would have been like the optimum time to see them. Yeah. If like that makes 96. sense. Like I didn't get to grow up with these films. Okay. Um, How come? Well, I was, when the first one came out, I was eight years old. Oh, oh, that's so, right. Not to give away my age, but yeah, no, I was too, I was too young to see these in the theater, which yeah. I feel like. I feel like these are theater films, like yeah, like I, stuff that you would see and like get a group of friends together, like go and have a fun time. Yeah, I saw the second one in theaters. Really? Yeah. Somehow I got in and oh, rad. And what's weird is the second one came out less than a year after the first one. Yeah, it came out fast. Yeah, the trailer for Scream Two is on Scream VHS. Really? Yeah. So they <laughs> turned that fucker out quick. Mm-hmm. And then you had like. A three-year gap with Scream 3, mm-hmm. and they didn't miss a beat. Yes, they did. And then, <laughs> and then 11, 11, year, 11 yeah, years later, four. and now we're having Scream 5 is coming yeah. out in January. Is it 2022? Uh, No, next year. Next year. Okay. Wait. Yeah, it'll be 2022. We'll talk about Scream 5 and like hopes and all that oh and by the way i still have if you wrote in a question or a comment about i asked on the instagram hey what do you want to see out of scream five a lot of people wrote in Mm. so i'll read all those towards the end of the episode Mm. and we'll kind of give our thoughts what we would like to see matthew lillard and you know other stuff so (laughs) so anyways you saw this in 96 huh I mean, no, 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 no. I'm I saw sorry. It when I was uh, God, I think I saw it towards like the end of high school, yeah, or something. Yeah, like I saw it on VHS. Like I rented it from the video store. Yeah, this was a big fucking deal because this was '96. Horror was pretty much dead at the time. Yeah, and for better or worse, this revitalized the genre because soon after you had urban legend and. I know what, what you, you did, did last yeah, summer. Yeah, those things came out then. Va- was it Valentine's Day? Remember that piece of shit? The one where the killer wore like a Cuban mask? No, what? Re- yeah. No, I've never seen Maybe it came out in like 2000 or something. Okay. I don't know. It sucked. But it spurred it up until mm-hmm. the remake craze yeah. in the early 2000s. Yeah, I think like Texas Chainsaw was like one of the first big horror remakes. I think it was. I think that was sort of the catalyst for all yeah. of the, the Platinum Dunes mm-hmm. remakes. The Michael Bay. Yeah. Because yeah. then they did, yeah, well, we could get all into remakes and stuff. Hey, what would you think about that part in Scream 4 where the girl's on the phone and she's like naming off all the remakes? I actually, so, I mean, I guess we'll talk like, about it later, but like her, Hayden Panettiere in that film is sort of like a highlight for me i sort she of is like good. i like her character and i think yeah. she she's kind of uh, like the female randy yeah no absolutely and she takes like she does it so well she grounds it in a way that i don't think that a lot of the other actors do as as well in scream as, 4 as good of a job at in scream 4 and then in the scream 2 and 3 in my opinion mhm yeah i th- i thought she was good albeit i thought i mean i know she didn't write that script and it wasn't her choice to name out every remake that ever came out but it was like okay we get it like yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah no i mean it's definitely it's over the top yeah which so, is a common theme among all of these yeah things. 
yeah. being self-aware and then just being over the top. Yeah. You know, I I just watched Scream 4 last night for the first time in a while, so maybe it's just, you know, stuck in my mind a bit more. We'll talk about all of them. But I got to say, like, I think you often hear, like, Scream 4, it, like, it's pretty fucking good. It's a great sequel. And it it, it kind of is. The first 20 minutes, though, fucking sucks. What? You mean the opening? Yeah, the opening. Yeah, well, let's talk about that, that okay. opening. Like, the whole what, fake, are, what is your opinion on it? The fake openings. Yes. I think it, you could have done it once, but didn't they do it, like, two or three times? Yeah. Like, so got it's you like, again. So it's like they've given into the fact that Stab has like an numerous sequels. Mm-hmm. So it's like Stab six and seven and yeah, blah 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 blah. And I guess they're sort of uh, they're alluding to the fact that everything has gotten like you know that franchises have just gone on. They've been like complete shit. Yeah. So they're sort of just saying we know it's been shit, but mm-hmm. we're gonna point it out and here it is. And I like that in a sense. Like I mm-hmm. like that. I think there's one of those, like one of the early girls in the, you know, the stab sequences or whatever. And she's like, you know, I just, I hate all that torture porn shit Mm -hmm. where she's like alluding to the fact that up until that point you'd had like saw and hostile and you had all these sort of like splatter films that were focused on gore rather than suspense or Mm -hmm. character development or anything like that. And I do like the self-awareness of that at the beginning of screen four. Yeah. Um, they make valid points. However, I think when they chose to make those points, it shouldn't have been at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing this uh, kind of a shtick of like, gotcha. Oh, gotcha again. Like after the second time, it was like, all right, fuck face. Just do what you're going to do. Get, it's a long opening. It is. It yeah. drags on a little too long. And by the time the real one comes, you're like, you're expecting it to be like stab eight, like another, yeah, another fake out. And like just the fact that you have that in the back of your mind, it kind of ruins whatever mm. they were trying to do there. Yeah, I, I think see it that. would have been better to just take the the beginning just fucking dark, like just have it. You know, that intro was probably like what fifteen minutes. It felt like yeah, it was long. Near there, just devote all that to one segment, and you can throw in some quippy shit, but. I don't know, to have, uh, what's her name, Kristen Bell? Kristen Bell. Stab and, Anna, Anna Paquin. Yeah. It's like, all right. Ugh. That was just so the audience can go, hey, I know them. Uh-huh. I do like where, I think it's Anna Paquin who's, who says, I guess because they've been watching one of the other stabs and they're like, she's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. A bunch of teens sit around and deconstruct horror movies. That's been done to death. Yeah. Blah. And so it's sort of, it's almost like it's making fun of itself mm-hmm. um, in that moment. So, and I do like that. Yeah. I do like that. I think for me and these, in terms of like my criteria for judging these films, that self-awareness goes a long way when mm-hmm. a lot of the other elements don't quite work yeah. as well for me. Yeah. I just, I just, I remember when, uh, when Ghostface finally stabs the girl in the garage I guess that was kind of a callback to um, Tatum. Yeah, oh yeah, with Tatum's death. Yeah, yeah. By the time, like, when he stabbed her, and it was like, scream four. It was like, all right, <laughs> and the crowd yeah. goes mild. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just felt like they could have done a lot more with that. 
Yeah. Instead of like trying like it didn't, to, it hadn't built. Yeah. In stop, terms of like, don't a, talk about it, be about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, God. See, I just watched Scream Four last night, so a lot of this is fresh in my mind. And to kind of piggyback on like the not liking the intro. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, Sid comes to town, and she's an author, and I gotta say up front, <laughs> Gail is insanely fucking annoying in this movie. The Courtney Cox's yeah. character, her whole like, I'm a cutthroat journalist and I'm here yeah. to get the lead. It was like, it's uh, almost like they're playing into like archetypal like characters, if you will. Yeah. And I was finding that watching the other like two and three as well. Mm-hmm. And I know these are, these are sort of like beloved characters yeah, almost, but I'm just like, I don't know something about it. There's not a lot of depth to it. Yeah. To the characters, if you will. I think, yeah. in my opinion, Nev Campbell has the most, her character and her arc, she gets the mm. most, um, she has the most to chew on, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta say, like, people act like uh, Dewey and Gail are like... I'm so bored with them. As a, yeah, it's they're not just... interesting. I, I mean, I guess they... I guess it was a big deal at, at the time because they were an actual couple in real life. Yeah. And so you had a lot of the... I guess a lot of the elements and plot points in the films mimicking what had actually happened in their own personal lives. Uh huh. And I could see how that would be interesting to an audience. Yeah. But in hindsight, I they're just watching it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And like, I remember that one scene where Gail, like, you know, this whole plot of, uh, the other deputy, deputy Judy, Yes, oh like my trying God. to sneak in on Dewey, baking mm-hmm. them Lemon Squares. Who's coming shit. back for Scream Five? Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, no, it's like take your Lemon Squares and fuck off, whoever yeah. you are. Uh-huh. Well, she was in Grindhouse, uh, Planet Terror. Mm-hmm. She was like a nurse in What's that. What's her name? Marley. Something like that. I don't know, but I just thought her character sucked in this. And as she a, was an ob- yeah, and she was an obvious red herring, like. Ooh, yeah. could there be are her. a lot of those in this in Scream Four. Yeah, you also have and that that reporter that um oh, she Alice, gets killed in the park. You got Alison Brie. She's also a highlight to me in this film. I really like Alison Brie as an actor. Okay. And what else has she been in? I've heard that name. Ooh. She's married to Dave Franco. Okay. She's got a, um, there's a sh- movie she did called Horse Girl. It's out on Netflix oh. with her. She was, I don't know if you've been a fan of or have watched Community. Um, the series, she was in that. Caught a few episodes. She was Okay, in that. so she's done some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Quite I gotta say the cast of Scream 4, I mean, given that most of these people were kind of unknown at the time, they selected very well because... Most people in the cast have gone on to be yeah. pretty successful. Like Emma Much Roberts. Like the first Scream. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Emma Roberts has, has a great career. And I actually like her in her role. In Scream in 4? Scream 4. I actually like it. I buy it. I'm down with it. Even yeah. though her her monologue in the kitchen is a little... I mean, it's over the top, but it's reminiscent. Wait, which part? Oh, the whole, the let reveal, me explain killer, my plan. You know, the whole, I'm doing it for fame thing. I bought that. I bought it too. When it came to the hospital stuff at the end, no. it was like... What are we watching right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and thankfully, that doesn't last long. 
it's kind of like they had two, they filmed two finales. They were like, okay, well, we'll have the finale at the house and you know, just in case it doesn't work out, we'll film this thing at the hospital and see which one works. Right. Then they were like, well, let's just go with both. Mm-hmm. They should have just. That's what it felt like. And I know they did reshoots on this film. Yeah. I don't um, know if it was particular. I don't know if it was for the ending, but mm-hmm. they did go back and do stuff. Yeah. A lot of that stuff at the very end when, uh, fucking uh gail's like can i just say one thing sure clear clear i sydney pops up with the fucking things it's like fuck i know that ruins it yeah that ruins it for me and i don't know i don't remember the first time i saw it i don't remember being as um, bothered I wouldn't say, by it. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it ruined it no. for me. It was just like it's just like it's it was just kind of a though. wet fart of an ending. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like all right, clear. And she's like, you know, she's like, who do you think you are, Michael fucking Myers? It's like we get it. Oh yeah, keep dropping. Like we get it. That's right. No, I I kind of like the killer reveal of Scream Four. Okay. And I buy, I buy the I kind of buy the motive. I buy Jill's motive or Emma Roberts' motive in Scream mm-hmm. Four much more than I bought Rory Culkin. Yes, because mm-hmm. when when he, when he stabs Kirby, what was his motivation for doing it? He, I don't know. I think he thought he was getting famous or something. No, I think he was like getting Emma Roberts as a L- like a like thing. A, yeah. So, oh, really? Okay. I think well, that's kind of weak. Yeah. That was weak. And then I find, I I don't know. I find the motives of these characters to be not the most compelling. Yeah. At some point, especially in the, in Scream 2 and 3. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. Looking at you, Roman. Um, oh, God. But yeah, back to Scream 4. I do have to say, I like Rory Calkin as an actor. I do too. He's a great yeah, actor. Absolutely. He's been in some yeah. really good stuff. Have you seen Lords of Lords, Lords of, Chaos. of Chaos. I've seen bits of it, and oh, I find that fascinating. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I tried to, s- to watch it with Alyssa one day. And she I think like, it was in the morning time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, this is on Hulu now. Let's watch this. And it's you know about a black metal band. So yeah. right away, you're, it's like extreme black metal. And she's like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch this one later by myself. But, but I really- good? Yeah, it's really it's good. good. Okay, You cool. would enjoy it. And he does a great job in that. Yeah, he was also cool. in Fargo season two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great show. He's a good actor. He is. A lot of these actors are good. It was casted well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it does have its faults, but it was casted well. Let's see. What else was Scream for? Um, okay. Back to, I got to say this real quick about how mm-hmm. like the intro kind of sucked. Okay. So Courtney Cox kind of ruins this whole intro because like i was saying like she's i'm gal weathers and i'm here to get the story out of my way <laughs> and she's like arguing with uh judy and she like cusses her out at the police station remember that mm-hmm. and then she turns to walk away she's like still got it <laughs> and i'm here to say no you don't courtney cox take your ball and go home uh, you don't got it uh, you lost it before scream three yeah, those fucking bangs. Get on out. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> no, I and that highlighter. Oh, the highlighter suit. suit. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> but overall, I feel like Scream Four was about as good as they could do. I think so too, and I do appreciate the. 
I like that it sort of brought back the brutality of the first film. Because yeah, that was a highlight. Yeah. I remember the first time watching Scream and I saw it sort of like the stab out in the kitchen between Billy and Stu. Yeah. And thinking, oh, this is, there's something disturbing about this. I'm like, are they, are they in love with each other? What, do they, what? Oh, we'll talk about like, that. There are so many elements to this that are so, it's just this huge gray area. And then this sort of like self mutilation is very bothersome. Uh huh. Um, and I think that's what I, I like that about the the first film. And I think it brought I think Scream Four brought back some of that. I guess at the end in the kitchen with the you know yeah. the, the reveal and um with his Olivia's death, where she's which of, one's that? Is she sort of like the sideline friend? She didn't really have much of a backstory. The one uh, where he comes out of the closet. Yes, not that closet. The other one. The other one. Yes, the other closet. <laughs> Looking at you, Billy. And then <laughs> And then they show that shot of her and she's got her, you know, entrails. Yeah. I was like, okay, it sort of brought back a um I have to say that whole sequence there. Mm-hmm. Um okay, I'll overlook the fact that you could easily hear a grown ass man uh talking in your closet on the phone. Whatever. I'll play ball. Yeah. But as a sequence as uh, with suspension of disbelief and everything, I thought that sequence was maybe one of the best, um, the best since the original, I as far so as Ghostface attacking and killing somebody. Maybe CC and Scream Two, that one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought like when he stabs her through the hand when she puts her hand up. Oh yeah, that was cool. That was that like was definitely cool. I was like, oh shit, okay. I was like, damn, this is getting like fucking gory. Like he stabs her a few times yeah, in the stomach did. and it doesn't cut away. There's lots of blood. I'm like, oh shit, all right. This is pretty fucking good. Yeah, it was good. They sort of upped the 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 uh, the gore factor. The gore for sure. in that film. Yeah, which and then. Was nice. uh, Sydney walks in and you see her guts are hanging out and it looks like fucking uh, Johnny Depp's death and Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, there's like blood everywhere, a mm-hmm. little over the top, but whatever. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. No, so, it's pretty good. And thank God they used the CGI knife on Scream Four. I read that. Like, okay, how does that work? It's like a, it, kind of like a green. Oh, uh, really? You know? Yeah. And okay. Then they just like they put the. I would like to see footage compared to. I know you. You usually see either a rubber or a retractable knife. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see how, like, what's the benefit of using a CGI knife? That sounds fucking like a terrible idea right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But it, it looked everything. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not a. It doesn't stick out. Yeah. In this film. Speaking of things looking bad, my biggest gripe with Scream Four, that movie looks like shit. Like, visually. Oh, it's got that sort of... It's, it looks dreamlike. Yes, there's you know like glowy, like yeah. high contrast yeah, tone yeah, yeah. over everything. And it it ruins a lot of shots. Yeah, I mean, no, the I darks are about. way too dark. Um, One scene that stood out to me when Gail was laying in the hospital bed. She's in a white hospital bed with pillows around her. And the contrast is so bright that... It looks like she's floating in heaven or something. <laughs> she died. Yeah. Unfortunately not. But Dewey's like, hey, uh, I know we're separated in real life right now. and We kind of fucking hate each other, but uh, we need to do this scene. So I'm going to go catch this killer. Okay, I love you. Bye. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, by the way, they were separated at, at that the time. Point, yeah, they they Yeah, for some bullet, I was under uh, the impression that they were still together at this point. I think but, it was a year after the oh, separation okay. or diver- divorce or something. Yeah, but they were able to like hold it together and yeah. get through it. They're both going to be in Scream 5. So Yeah, they are. Unfortunately. I don't know. Let's hold off on our thoughts on Scream okay. 5. Please kill we'll one of them that. in the opening scene. Hey! <laughs> All right. Well, I guess there's not a whole lot to add about Scream 4. Um, You know what? Just for the fuck of it, where do you rank this one on your, your Scream? You know what? Fuck that. Let's do rankings right now. You How about that? Okay. Sure. Give me your worst to best. Or, uh, three is my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Then two. Okay, all right. Then four and then one. Okay. Okay. See, the most common thing is most people say the third's the worst, then four, then two, then one. But the more I've been thinking about it today, I'm like, I feel like Scream 4 in tone is closer to the first. I agree. Not all of it. It's kind of like Halloween 2018... Um, in the sense that not all of it works, but when it does work, it's like, yes, do that. It's on the mark. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Halloween 2018 more so. Um, but like the death scene in the, we were just talking about in the, when he comes out of the closet, that was fucking great. I like how Rory Culkin is tied up like Steve. From, from the, the first, first screen. One. I like that too, sort of. Uh, and it wasn't so quite on the nose, like, hey, remember mm-hmm. this? So that was kind of cool. And you were talking about how they were um, like stabbing each other, much like Stu and Billy. Yeah, I like that. I sort of like the no holds barred. I wish Emma, what's her name? Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts uh, hadn't mentioned like, oh, just, did, didn't she say something like, just like Billy and Stu? Or did somebody, she? I think. I mean, uh, I think. She, I think. What's his name? Robbie. Yeah. Okay. I think he. The little, somebody said something. They had to be like, "Hey, this is like the first one." They had to bring it back. It's like we know, fuckface. You yeah, don't have yeah. to tell us. I don't think anybody who hasn't seen the first, yeah. at least the first scream, is going to watch Scream Four. Mm-hmm. And if they are, they're going to be lost. Do you think, or do you think that a newcomer could come to Scream Four and? Oh yeah, a, a newcomer could come. To, I mean, so? it's not rocket science. It's a pretty simple concept. I mean, I guess it helps in a way, or maybe it helps if you haven't seen the first. You know, with Scream Four, it almost feels like okay. Praise be to Wes Craven, His Holiness. You're on the Mount Rushmore of horror. You have my utmost undying respect. Um, I, this was his last movie before he passed away at age 76 of brain cancer. R.I.P. However, a lot of times in this movie, it kind of felt like, how do you do, fellow kids? Or or I cool? You know? Like, yeah, oh, like it's trying to... It's like, yeah, it's, um, it's the old guy at the high school party. Mm-hmm. It's like, he brought everybody beer. Hey, that's cool, but... Can you leave now? <laughs> yeah. You're making it weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Almost as weird as that analogy, but it made sense in my mind at the time. But like the use of like, uh, they say something about Twitter at one point. 
Yeah, um, I think it's when Emma Roberts is going on her like they're using the internet. You know, they're live streaming it and yes, and all that stuff. It's like they went Halloween Resurrection with it. Yeah, anytime you incorporate technology into whatever movie you're doing, it's never gonna date well. No, absolutely not. Yeah. But even at the time, this was 2011. There was Instagram and Twitter and all sorts of shit, but they never really talk about that. They're like, I'm going to record this on my headset and live stream it to the interweb and people can watch it. It's like, well, it's not 2004. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. But yeah. Kevin Williamson was like fucking fifty when he wrote this. So that's true. Yeah, I do like him as a writer. Sometimes I do. He, he tr- sometimes he tries a little too hard to be quippy and write sexy, cool dialogue. Yeah, like an H two O. Fuck. Oh, oh, it's really bad there. <laughs> but no, like Scream. This whole thing. This is his baby. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it sort of brought him. It sort of. I think it was his big break. Scream was. Oh, yeah. It, it was. It put him on the map. And Scream 4 suffered a lot of rewrites by, um, I think his name was Aaron Kruger. He was actually it, wrote part three. Who did, who did three, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the big problems with three is because Kevin Williamson didn't write it. I think so, too. Because you could tell, at least in Scream 2, kind of, that like... There's a he created a world in Scream of these all these characters and he kind of cared about them, whereas Scream Three just kind of shits on all that and it's like yeah and it puts the I mean it, I was reading about that earlier today where Nev Campbell had other I guess professional obligations at the time so she was only available for 22 days to shoot Scream Three so that's her, right so Sydney sort of gets. Yeah, she mainly just shows for up. Scream three. Yeah, she mainly just shows up towards the end of the movie, which sucks because I, she kind of carries these films in a sense. Yeah, she does. I think. Yeah, I have a question for you. Sure. Um, you, you all, you guys don't know this, but Brandon is an actor. I've seen his uh, demo reel, and from what I've seen, he's a very good actor. Oh, thank you. I still want to see you do some plays or something. Maybe sometime soon. Well, I guess COVID kind of put yeah, a hold oh, on yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know when that's coming back. Yeah. Are you going to do a play like Scream 2 with Sydney? Oh, God. What was that imagine? fucking play? <laughs> <laughs> what was You're that? a fighter, Sid. Some Greek. Was it a Greek yeah, tragedy or something like, like that? Yeah. She's like, oh, thank you, whoever the fuck you are. <laughs> I love really how she goes from... I she's She's like a drama major and then... In Scream Three, she's a crisis counselor, and then in mm-hmm. Scream Four, she's an author. Like she's yeah, very, you're right. Yeah, she's a wow, a little Renaissance woman right. over there. I I will give Scream Three this little credit. Like I like that she's a counselor. I think that's kind of I do too. In fact, I would have preferred the film to take place around her little like Topanga Canyon bungalow or wherever the yeah yeah wherever she was staying. I think that would have been a more interesting setting than fucking a Hollywood backlot. Yeah. Yeah. The setting I don't like. And that was my uh, biggest. I, I didn't like that about scream two either. The setting of scream two in the college. 3, I do not like. Yep. It should be Woodsboro. Yeah. 
I like the suburban feel. I think yep. it lends itself well to this. Um, I've made this point before about the Halloween movies. Anytime Michael Myers does well, he does best in neighborhood, small town, in, because that's what's scary about it. It's a small town. It could happen to you, mm-hmm. much like in Scream. But when you take it away and you put Michael Myers in uh, the, the college where Jamie Lee Curtis is working and blah, 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 or the, I don't know. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he does just, best in, in neighborhood, in suburbia. It's correct. a suburban horror. Right. So, And that the locale sort of serves as its own character mm-hmm. in a sense which which adds to the i think the effectiveness of the other elements of the film yeah um the first scream you do see a lot of woodsboro because mm-hmm. there's shots of like tatum and sydney walking around remember when they're at the grocery store yes and you see scream i mean uh, you see Ghostface mm-hmm. in the background mm-hmm. shouldn't have done that <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> It's like really nobody had security footage at the fucking Win Dixie or wherever the <laughs> fuck they were. <laughs> it's like you just had to throw that shot in there. Mm-hmm. And I think even when they're on I think Tatum's porch or somewhere, like after they're done with their scene, you see Ghostface jump behind a bush and then run away. It's like you don't need to do that. <laughs> But okay, you did. Uh-huh. Now, Scream is not a perfect movie. It, no. It has its flaws. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's groundbreaking. It's one of my favorite horror movies. Um, I, I wouldn't put it in my top five, but it's a, I love the original Scream very much. But yeah, it has its own faults. Yeah, it does. But back to what you were saying. Yeah, Scream 3, everything's on the... The back lot and oh god, it's just it doesn't lend. It's not creepy. Yeah, like, everything feels not, very just sterilized and generic, and it became a parody of the very thing that Scream was talking about. Do you think they knew that going into this film? I had I, I was like reading, they like Wes Craven knew like they just oh, knew it was gonna be. Shit. They knew it was gonna be so bad that they and it was sort of mimicking itself in a way that apparently the cast was continually getting like rewrites the night before they were supposed to shoot a scene they were like mm-hmm. nope here's the this we're going to do this instead and they sort of uh, they sort of play on that element by introducing it into the plot of screen three with you yeah. know, the, all the rewrites and where they're they're going through the house and the they're oh. getting the are they getting a fax about oh with boy. the script? That is so fucking stupid. Okay, that might be that the is the dumbest, dumbest shit. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It looks. I mean, it turned into Scooby Doo. What? What does it say? Oh, I got to go back inside and read it. <laughs> that that doesn't make any sense. And the guy's like, whoever smells the gas. And the, do you know how fucking convoluted and a one in a fucking billion chance for that scheme to pay off and actually work? No. <laughs> like, no. I'm going to turn on the gas in the house, cut the power. Uh, They run outside. Oh, there's no light outside. So they got to run in. The guy pulls out his lighter. It's like, oh, go fuck yourself. That's so bad. No, yeah, that's I don't know. 
Do you know what the worst part of that scene is, though? Hmm. Not Courtney Cox's bangs. When she shows up in a white turtleneck sweater, wearing <laughs> leather pants and Chuck Taylors, girl, what are you wearing? Go home and change. Mm. You look... Sh- the year 2000. <laughs> I don't even know if that's an excuse. That was just no. I don't know what they were thinking with a lot of the. I mean, I'm I'm not a fashion uh, expert by no means, but a white turtleneck sweater and leather pants and Chuck Taylors. I don't think that was ever a. Whew, that's rough. That's Josh maybe, Hartnett and H2O fucked it, up haircut level of worse. Yes, yeah. uh, maybe it's like that was the the idea behind it was a successful reporter or you know. I don't know. Like, oh, it's called fashion, sweetie. Look yes. it up. <laughs> um, yeah. But mm, no, it doesn't. It has not. It doesn't look good in hindsight. No, it does not. At all. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? Are you, are you serious? Mm. All right. Say something good about screen three. I know it's tough. Uh, I, th- I think I'm going to go back to the self-awareness aspect of it. I think it's self-aware and i think it almost knows that it's shit yes i think it knows it sucks and so it gets points for that but that there are so many things that just make it they could still be aware that it's a trilogy but still churn out a respectable product yeah you know what i mean i think so and it seems like i don't it doesn't seem like it belongs yeah in i don't know in in this this Mm -hmm franchise if you will yeah scream 4 should have been scream 3 and it would have made sense mm-hmm. yeah going back to woodsboro because there's really nothing that happens in scream 3 that happens in that that one would need to know to to uh to watch scream 4 exactly and well that's a good point and i've also realize that none of these movies really they're all kind of standalone movies yeah in a way other than the sid dewey and gail storylines nothing else really matters um in screen three the only sort of mention or acknowledgement of scream two is sid wearing the stupid fucking alpha letters that oh god that, that was, derek I gave her that. i hated that part when he lavaliered her that's the term uh, i'm gonna lavalier that, you okay what did you think about that scene in scream two the, oh boy the cafeteria scene I've never wanted. I've never had such secondhand embarrassment in my <laughs> life. Every time I watch it, I almost smother myself with a pillow, trying to drown out the cringe I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Top Gun, 1986. Fuck just, you. How about that? Yeah, that's just that mess. So what? Uh, say something nice about Scream Three. Scream Three. Um, maybe it's because I'm a big fan of Best in Show. And dazed and confused, but I like Parker Posey in this, who okay, plays like Gail Weathers. She kind of gets she gets a little annoying towards the end when they're at the mansion and all that. It's kind of like you were fun, but you need to go. Mm-hmm. But I like her. I like the security guard for her. He's always like uh, giving Dewey shit. You know the guy that's like talking with Dewey on the phone and he gets stabbed in the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from Family Guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's funny. 
Patrick Dempsey's pretty good in this. The Actually, cop. he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's good. And he was like a last-minute add-on as a cast member. That's what I'm saying. He, apparently, he learned it overnight. Yeah. It was like an overnight <clears throat> thing, and he had to learn how uh, God knows how many pages of Yeah, but he does, he does well in this. Do Other you than that, think you know what I don't like? What? That dream sequence with Sydney's oh, mom. No. Sydney. Sydney. No, it, you know what it reminds <laughs> me of? It reminds me of Halloween 2, Rob Zombies. Oh, um, the white horse? Yes. It, oh. reminds me, it reminds me of that shit. <laughs> yeah, Maureen, where's your fucking white horse? Uh, I don't know why they thought that would be a cool element to introduce. It doesn't belong. And that's another... I don't care about... That backstory worked only in Scream. Mm-hmm. The Maureen Prescott thing, That's it should have died... After that, I don't know yeah. why they thought. I don't care if she went to Hollywood and then had a. Yeah, that was. She stupid. got around town. I. That's who cares. Yeah. And yeah, and then that just leads to these other characters that have really poorly written motivations and objectives. And mm-hmm. It it mess. Yeah, yeah. Scream three. God, you hot it's sloppy pile as, of shit. I know that this came out right after the columbine that's right yeah all the and violence it, had was toned down that's what i the studio was yeah. like take out all the at one point they wanted no death scenes or anything and Wes craven was like look if i'm gonna make a fucking screen movie there's gotta be deaths and stuff and but yeah the violence was toned way down they told Wes craven to like really ham up the comedy that's another problem there's yeah it's too many cooks in the kitchen is what Scream 3 feels like. Yeah, that's true. It's just, it, it, there's really no focus. There's Much like Stranger Things Season 3. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, there's 80 fucking characters now. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's exhausting. Yeah. Oh, wait. We got to talk about the intro, Cotton. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. I, I don't like him as a character either. I like Cotton as a you character. Like well, first of all, Liev Schreiber is... I do like Liev Schreiber. The, probably the best fucking actor of the, oh, for sure. of the franchise. Yeah. Like, as far as... He's had as a great like, career. Like, one, two, three, act, go. Mm-hmm. I, I put Liev Schreiber up against any of them. No, I, I agree. Yeah, he's like in 30 seconds of the first one. I think you only see him on, like, TV footage. It's like footage. television footage, yeah. Yeah, and he's around more in the second one and then the third one um i guess he was on his way to a mega church preacher sermon dressed in all fucking white that's what it looked like like he's about to meet you at the crossroads and bone thugs and harmony video um yeah that intro was i don't like the voice change the voice changing what the fuck that technology isn't around today no i mean this was almost like it's almost like the writers were like, oh, we're going to go to a uh, fifth grade creative writing class and see who can come up with the best idea for how we should yeah, how we should write this script. That's well, what it feels like. Yeah. It's just all over the place. <laughs> what if they have a voice box that changed the voices? That's exactly what it sounds, it sounds <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, keep it coming. Keep it coming. And what if uh, all the characters are meeting the people that play them in the movie (laughs) yeah this is great (laughs) hey i do like that they had the sets from the first scream i I do too that That was was cool sort of like a cool throwback 
Yeah. But also, it wasn't it Stab Three that they were filming? Um, I think so. Either the sequel or the third one. Okay. Yeah. But then I was like, well, why are they going back to the? Mm. Why are they back at the the Prescott's house? If right. you will. Yeah. True. For Stab Three, I'm like, I don't know. For my Scream Five uh, wishes, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but. I kind of hope they return back to uh, Stu Bacher's house, but but that's just me. Um, Scream Three, yeah, the I like that they had the sets there because for a brief second it was like, oh yeah, I remember that that part from the first one. Wasn't uh-huh. that fun? <laughs> They're like, all right, bye, see you later, <laughs> back to shit town. Yeah. Um, the sheriff's sidekick guy he was funny the guy that was like she was she was filming a movie called stabbed she was stabbed yeah 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 yeah. that guy Uh he had some funny lines throughout the movie fun fact he is the only person to play and voice a ninja turtle he was Raphael in the first really teenage mutant ninja turtles okay well that's cool yeah Found yeah. that out a few weeks ago. I was like, holy shit. No, okay, that's pretty rad. And he's also Kristen Stewart's dad in Adventureland, a movie that I love dearly. That's a good movie, oh actually. God, I love that movie. Not a lot of people have seen that. I know, it doesn't get a lot of love. Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds, Jesse Eisenberg, yeah, that's Berg, a- Kristen Stewart, set in the 80s. Good soundtrack, great movie. Check it out. Um, Scream 3, any other good things? What'd you think about the reveal of... Oh, by the way, did you know that house that they go to, that mansion, that's mm. the same house from H2O. Really? Yep. That's kind of cool, I guess. I Was that intentional? Uh, I don't think so. It was mm. just happenstance. Just sort of the same. Yeah. Um, I guess that's something. So that house had the two most fucked up haircuts in horror, Josh Hartnett and mm. Courtney, Courtney Cox. Cox. I don't like the mansion. I don't yeah. like the scenes. I don't. I just, and yeah. I don't like the reveal. I don't, I don't buy, I don't know. I guess, I guess the ending of screen three, I like the ending better than everything that came before it. Cause at least there's a resemblance of uh, a set. Okay. Like name a memorable set in screen three. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's all over the place. So yeah, but like when you think of the first one, you think of like uh, Casey Becker's house, or right. you know the high school, or Stu's house. There's a set where things happen. Scream Three is like, what wacky place should we go to? Let's, yeah, it's like let's talk to Carrie Fisher down oh, here. God. Yeah, yeah. Or hey, let's talk to the uh, mo- movie producer guy who's talking about actresses sleeping with him to get roles which is very that's a very and harvey weinstein produced all the screen movies oh, oh hey now look at that look at that that oh, didn't age well no don't they say uh quite a few times like hey she knew what she was doing yeah or like, there's like this the implication that there's some of like hey well they're expected to fuck me if they come to yeah. this thing and it's like Ooh, that's uh, yeah, uh, that didn't hold up very well. Uh-uh. Yeah, Scream but Three. Any, any, <laughs> any other thoughts? No, I'm interested. I, I wish I had gotten to see these films 
especially the first three when they came out. Mm-hmm. I th- think I would have a greater appreciation for Scream 3 if I had seen it at the time. Not really. You don't think so? I saw it at the time. It and sucked then. You didn't it like sucks it then. <laughs> Okay, well then. I like the soundtrack at the time because yeah. it just had like all the shit I grew up listening to, like Slipknot and stuff. But other than that, yeah, even at the time, it was like, eh, well, that one kind of sucked. And I like how we're kind of working our way backwards here. <laughs> I know, <laughs> we're going. We're going. Like, scream four or three. <laughs> you hear it said quite a bit that, you know, Scream 2 is a pretty good sequel. It's uh, it's fine. It's like a, it's mediocre. I think it's fun. And I think it would have been more fun in the theater. Yeah, but except it, for that cafeteria scene. I, um. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> and I remember that, you know, they're sort of like rehashing what the, the rules of sequels are, that the kills have to be bloodier and bigger. And this yeah. is, it's not a bloodier film than Scream is. In my opinion. Yeah, it's, I think Scream, it's less. It, it's less bloody and it's... What's the bloodiest scene you get? Jamie Kennedy covered in ketchup in that I, van? In the van, I think. Probably that. Looks or, like shit. I guess when Mickey gets shot at the end. Yeah. Or, but it's not It's not a... Yeah, it's really not. It's not on par with what Scream delivered. Yeah. In terms of, the, in terms of kills. Well, hey, well, I just mentioned them. Um, can we talk about how big of a mistake it was to kill off Jamie Kennedy? Yes. Yeah. Big mistake, I think. Yep. I understand that people need to die in these movies to progress the story along, but kill Gail or even Dewey. Yeah. If you made me pick any of those three, I'd say anybody but Jamie Kennedy. You know. And they killed him off. Yeah, and they killed him off. And I also think and they, they should have back on a VHS tape. Yeah, in Scream Three. God That's right. It. Oh, but hey, you meet uh, Randy's sister in Scream Three. Oh, Remember yeah. that? I actually like her as what? a. <laughs> no, I mean like she's fine. Yeah, in the role, but, but it's so that just it just it all. It's like mess. Randy's sister. What are you? It's like why? What why else are you can doing we come this? Up with? Yeah, and the cops pull out their guns and point it at her when she jumps out of the trailer, and she says. Don't shoot, I'm 17. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. Surprised yeah. you didn't say, don't shoot, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> don't shoot, I'm a white woman. Uh-huh. Okay, put your guns down. <laughs> Anyways, that's like, what the fuck? Like, no. Okay, whatever your name is, bye. She had like a she's a 60 second scene. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back to Randy. Yeah, um, Randy was the heart of this franchise like yes he was me and you and he's the every fan he's almost horror and yeah he's kind of the narrator in a sense for the first one or uh, i don't know sort of like the gatekeeper of the the film's rules if you will Mm -hmm. and yeah sort of the the guide in terms of how we as an audience should be viewing yeah yeah he's kind of like the narrator in a way which he was greatly missed in the third and fourth one because you had like other people trying to explain the rules of hey well Sid this is a trilogy you know uh and it just uh, it's yeah, like, and it, it comes, comes off, off as exposition exactly of, it's not genuine instead of coming from a like a a character mm-hmm. if you will yeah in the fourth one you had I guess 
they kind of handed that baton to Kirby, and she does fine. Um, but it it just comes off as a little clunky. Yeah. Whereas Randy, you believe that he's actually a huge fan of these movies and he knows what he's talking about. So yeah, I thought, well, first of all, his death scene sucks. Oh, it wasn't even that great. Yeah, he's like backed up to a van and, and he gets pulled in and then off screen death. And he gets sprayed down with ketchup by the crew. Like who did the <laughs> Who was like, yeah, this looks good. So, yeah. Yeah. Not a fan of that. I was disappointed with a lot of the deaths in Scream 2. What was your favorite? I like the opening. I think probably Jada Pinkett Smith's is probably the best. And I think, for me, the highlight of Scream 2 is the opening sequence. Yeah, I would say you are correct. I would agree with that. Because I remember watching it and being like, okay, cool. This is, it's because it sort of gives you that, that scream meta vibe where they're watching mm-hmm. Stab, which is, you see Heather Graham playing Drew Barrymore, and it's this cool yeah. mm-hmm. sort of take. And what's interesting about that opening shot is they never actually, sh- for a long time, they, they show the cuts between the audience and then the film, but yeah. they never show them in the same shot. So it's this thing, it, really? you can dissect this for days. It's like, well, what, wait, what film are we in? Are oh, we in Stab okay. or are we in Scream 2? Okay. Which I think is a cool element. And yeah. I think that's cool. And I, I think it's intentional that, you know, Craven, Williamson are like, well, we want to sort of throw the audience off their game early mm-hmm. on so they don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the film doesn't live up to that, the caliber of what I thought the opening scene provided. Yeah, the the intro is probably the strongest part of the movie. I don't know how I feel about like Omar Epps putting his ear up to the stall and that knife make, going through I always there. think of Scary Movie with the, with the dick I coming can't, through. I can't, <laughs> I can't unsee that. Man, I really have to watch those again. I haven't seen those in... I haven't either. Holy shit, 15, 20 years. Mm-mm. I may kind of laugh a little bit more. <laughs> Adam now yeah but yeah I need to go back and rewatch those yeah the intro's good um it's filmed in stabo vision whatever the fuck that is mm. turn on a black light <laughs> let me tell you something if I go see Halloween kills and that that crowd is at the theater I'll be very upset oh yes no like that looks like a nightmare and, yeah other than the opening what's your favorite death I guess CC. I'll see yeah I I'll guess I'll go CC because I feel like it's one of the only one of the few moments in the classic film where we get sort of that like cat and mouse. And there's also not a lot of uh phone call stuff. No. In scream Two, really you just get her death. You get CC and then you get Nev Campbell on the phone. Um, when she's left alone at the house across the street from CC after everybody's ran yeah. over there, he calls her for like two seconds. Other than that, I think that's kind of all the phone call action you get. Randy's is on the phone. That's right. When he's in the quad or whatever. And that's another... I don't like this. It's a daylight film. Scream 2 is a daylight film. There are very few night sequences. Very it good all takes point. place yeah. on a quad, which very is not terrifying. It's like... In a, Scream 2, it should be called Open Field. Like that's what it, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's not... That's not quite... Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. It doesn't I never lend itself well to that sort of. Yeah, I haven't thought about that. That's that's a good point. So yeah, CC. I guess that's an okay death. Um, I don't know. 
her death is over pretty quick. Like from the start of the phone call to all that, it's yeah. it's pretty pretty quick. He she chases thrown off the balcony and chases her upstairs and it. throws off the balcony. That's really all you get. Mm-hmm. Other than that. Yeah, what do you think of like Jerry O'Connell? I like Jerry O'Connell as an actor and a person, but frat dude bro that thing. I mean, I guess it worked. And they even try to like sort of make him the red herring for Mm -hmm. a bit. It doesn't work. Yeah. Did you know that he was originally going to be the killer along with Sid's roommate? That was like the original draft. I would have liked that more. I actually liked the roommate. Really? I thought she was. Hallie, I thought that. Yeah. I just found her to be a little forgettable. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, she was in the movie. She was the only one, like, making any sense. Like, comments. She's sort of like mm. the. She was M- the most wisest. common sense, I guess. Yeah. Same with Jada Pinkett Smith at the opening. She was like, well, she'll hang up the phone and star 69 oh his ass. My like, God. <laughs> like, no, what? how about uh, Kenny? I mean, not Kenny. Um, Gail's new cameraman. What was his name in Scream 2? Oh. He was just like, Fuck this. I'm, I'm out of here. here. I'm taking yeah. a taxi. See you guys later. Right. I thought he was going to come back somehow. Like, oh, he's going to come back to save the day. Yep. Hey, I realized uh, I shouldn't have left you back there. And he was like, no, nah, fuck this. I'm out of here. Right. It's like, good for you, dude. Yeah. Paul's his name. Joel. Yes. Joel, the cameraman. Mm-hmm. Did you know that originally it was going to be Randy's? Um, He was going to be the cameraman. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why? but then they switched it for some reason. Oh, okay. Weird. Even what when did... you get uh, Randy in Scream 2, he's not really... You get the classroom scene when they're talking about sequels. I guess that's fine. Whatever. But other than that... Well, you get the um, Dewey and Randy. They get that back and forth scene in the diner or wherever the hell they're at. But... Yeah, that's really all you get out of Randy in Scream Two. Yeah, he's not utilized mm-hmm. like he was in the first film. Yeah. He's sort of there just to sort of rehash the new rules and Yeah. Which he does a good do job at. Which he does. Yeah. It, it it it's done in a way that doesn't make it feel like it's exposition. It's just it's like cool, this is part of the character, this is Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Part of the world, it works. What do you think about the reveal of Mickey and Debbie Salt as the killers? Uh, I it's it doesn't bother me. It's not too bad. It's not awful. I remember it's just not probable. It's just it becomes there was something about when there was like this moment where the killer's about to step from behind the curtain and it's Gail pops out. It's Oh, well, that. Yeah. <laughs> and for like, a, oh, second, a second, you're like, Gil? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, wait a second. It's Debbie Salt, the reporter lady. And it's like, yeah. All I right. bought it up until the. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll buy it. But then we're like, oh, she got it. was a lot of plastic surgery later. I'm yeah. like, what in the fuck? Yeah, they were like, well, 40 pounds in plastic surgery. I I mean, that just che- <clears throat> it cheapens the entire moment. So any type. I don't know. Yeah. That I, ruined it. I, I would have rather, I don't know. I'm I sorry. I just don't else. see the physicality of Debbie Salt, Salt pulling off these murders as well as Emma Roberts. I'm sorry. No, you're like, I get, no. I, you're like, what, five, six, a buck 30? Yeah. And you're, okay. 
I'll buy. I'll, yeah. I'll play along. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Mickey, I buy. Sure. I actually yeah. kind of like. I like Timothy Oliphant's performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in he's a good two. actor. Kind of hams it up there towards the end. At the end, I. Uh, it has got a rock. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It felt like I don't know. It felt like he was trying to do sort of like his own take on sort of like the psychotic nature of Matthew Lillard in mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah. Uh, but I, we've seen it. So it, yeah, it's, it's just nothing new. Yeah. Yeah, true. Well, we have seemed to have covered Scream 4, 3, and 2. I wasn't planning on working backwards, but it is what it is. This has been going great so far. You're crushing it. Thanks. I love it. Thanks. So to celebrate, we're going to we're gonna have a little sneaky. We're going to do a little, <laughs> a little shot not. of vodka. Have you ever had the Crystal Skull vodka? No, I haven't. Okay. It's really good. It's, uh, you know who Dan Aykroyd is, right? Yeah. Okay. It's his vodka. Oh, okay. Yeah. Comes in a cool little skull bottle. It's a great um, bottle. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, that'll be my third one now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love this stuff. So cheers right, to you, cheers. buddy. How's that? That's good. Very yeah. Good. Not bad. Got to get a little sneaky in, you know? All right, now we are ready to talk about Scream. All right. I guess we'll talk about the first one, yeah. By the way, guys, Brandon brought notes and stuff. I'm so proud of him. (laughs) Yeah. I tried to. No, I love. Did you write in cursive? Yeah, I write in cursive. Really? Yeah. Not a lot of people write in cursive anymore. That's true. I just like cursive because it. I know how to write in cursive. It looks. I just like the way it looks. Yeah. It does look good. You have good handwriting. Thank you. Yeah. Did you know, I don't even think they teach cursive in schools anymore. No, I think that's such a shame. It really is. Penmanship is lost on this generation. Yeah. It really is. Look at me sounding like a grumpy old man. Everybody. Back in my day, you wrote wrote in cursive. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Scream. What is your favorite death in Scream, Brandon? Drew Barrymore's. Yeah, it's hard to... The opening sequence. Yeah, that's one of the best openings to any movie. It really is. Like, forget horror. That's a very powerful opening sequence. It's almost perfect, I think, Mm -hmm. in the way it's constructed. Yeah, it really is. I remember when I first watched this movie, like, the moment where he's he's like, because I want to know who I'm looking at. That was like... (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) And it's... It, it works. It works for this particular film because it's it doesn't come off as cheesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are comedic elements to the opening sequence, but it never detracts from sort of this weird, like voyeuristic mm-hmm. type. I don't. I, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. If that makes any Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. Like it's just creepy. I remember the shot of Ghostface running through the kitchen when like the smoke. Oh it's like, yeah, yeah. It's a creepy shot. Yeah. Always. Uh. Th- this. This opening scene, I have still never made Jiffy Pop like that, but I still want to. <laughs> On this stuff. In the little pan. Uh-huh. Yeah. You never got one of those things? I haven't. No. I'm not a big popcorn yeah. guy. Oh, okay. Well, that's why. Yeah, I mean, I like Maybe. popcorn, Yeah, but I just never think, yeah, I should buy some popcorns. Do they make, I don't know if the, that's a 90s thing, that little stove pop. I've thing. seen it before. They, they still have I, it? Yeah, I think it's still around. Oh, okay. I think it's got uh, the ghost-faced uh, logo on it. Oh, uh, lo- <laughs> Official merch. Yeah. Scream. 
Yeah, I mean, look, the intro is, I mean, damn near perfect. Um, except for the part where the dad's like, oh my God, the house is a mess. Okay, wife, leave my side. Go, <laughs> go, go get help. It's like, yeah. ah, but that know, was, there, there might be a killer around. They were around. the clunkiest element. You know, they arrive home and, you know, Casey's crawling, you know, she's in the yeah. grass somewhere crawling. They're like, just look at the flower. They're talking about the flowers as they're walking. Oh, like, yeah. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I like the uh, subtle nods to Halloween. He's like, go down the street, go to the McKenzie's. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis says that to Tommy and Lindsay at the end of Halloween. Oh, that's like, cool. Go down I the street to the McKenzie's. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. neat. I mean, I, I like that. I love everything about the intro. I don't buy that the killer would have that good of reception in Napa Valley in 1996. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> I'll play ball. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think it was Stu or Billy? I think Billy. You think Billy? Uh, He was more precise in that one. He wasn't as... uh, Like, I think I've it was definitely Stu that. that killed um Tatum. Yeah. Because he's a little more, like, reckless and clumsy. I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. See, I've never watched it with that. With, like, oh, who's... With that idea of my, who the killer is. Oh, but that's cool, think, though. Um, do you think they filmed it with that in mind? Like, well, let's make this more like Billy. I think so. Really? I I like to think that Craven and Williamson are that. I th- I think I think they're on yeah, that level. I think they're on that level in terms sure. of doing that. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. Well, that's interesting. So, who do you think it was? Like in the you know in the bathroom. Where Sydney's in the bathroom and then the Oh yeah. The um I'll, I'll go Billy, I guess. Billy because don't one? you see him shortly before that? I think so. When he bumps into her in the hallway? Yeah. Not Luke Wilson. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, that's another thing. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. No, but okay. That's cool though. I've never thought about mm-hmm. like who it was. Who it was at any given time. Yeah. Um other than Casey, what's your favorite death? I think it was a big mistake killing Rose McGowan off, but I guess I'll go Tatum. The garage door? Mm-hmm. Man, I like the lead up to it. Yeah, I think that's another part that was missing from Scream 2, and you could have even had her along for the sequels. Yeah. I'd rather have I Tatum and Randy than Gail and Dewey. I would, too. They're, yeah. They, um... The thing about those two characters is they it's just line readings mm. back and forth. Like it's choppy edits and line readings. Who, uh, Dewey and Gale. Dewey and Gale. Yeah. And I don't. Because by themselves, like, it's like it, they're not natural actors. It doesn't seem like it. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad. I like uh, yeah. David Arquette. He seems, it's actually, he seems like a really cool guy. I don't know much about Courtney Cox other than Friends and. I imagine yeah. they might be good actors, but I guess the script and the the blocking and whoever's direct, I don't, maybe it doesn't allow them to do yeah. what they want, but it comes off as line readings and it doesn't work. Yeah, especially by the time Scream 4 rolled around. it When I was watching that, it, it was like I could pretty much hear the director saying, action! Okay. Yes. And cut! Yeah. All right! <laughs> yep. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it just didn't feel natural. Um, yeah, but um, even then, I'll say Tatum's death. Tatum's death. I'm trying to think of who. Like I who really like killed. the final kitchen. I don't know. Um, 
I like the kitchen stab out. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. I think that's probably a highlight. I'm interested to see. I've never seen the director's cut. So when this was initially... Is there a director's cut? Yes. Really? So when it was initially released, it received an NC-17 from the MPAA. Oh, that's right. And Craven cut it mm-hmm. to, I guess, obtain an R rating. Yeah. Um, and so, Yeah, he had to cut out a lot. So Steve's death, you can see a bit of it online. I think there's like a Japanese release that did a director's cut. So like Steve's death at, death at the beginning, you see the intestines fall out of him. That's right. Like in the theatrical or the cut we've all seen, don't you like hear it? You hear it, but you don't see it. I always thought that was weird. I, I was like, what are the, because you see Casey reacting to it and you hear like this squishy plopping sound and it's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Yeah. It totally. Ended. And also Casey's death when she, when uh, Drew Barrymore's hanging from the tree, you see her insides hanging out, mm-hmm. but they had to do that that fucking choppy mid nineties editing that, that time lapsing. Yeah, that the, fast uh. time lapse pull up to it because the studio didn't want um the audience to see as little as that as possible. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Well, just speed up We've the gotta, editing there yeah. so they don't see it. And that's a shame. I'd like to see it from a... I'm I'm sort of a purist in terms of I I I wanna see what the director wants to put out. Mm-hmm. I don't care what Yeah. Yeah. But no, I would say the kitchen in terms of my favorite. I guess does Stu die in the kitchen? Stu, well, technically the living room. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Sydney, but does he die? But oh, mm. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yep. We're gonna talk about Scream Five in a minute, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like when you talk about Scream, it's like, what is there to say that's already been said? Yeah. Like I know it's been dissected by almost any I've done an episode on it. I mean, it was yeah. a very old episode, but <laughs> no, it works. I mean, even though I watching it now, it looks date. I mean, it's very nineties, mm-hmm. but it's still, uh, I still appreciate it for what it is. It still yeah. it feels kind of classic to me in that sense. Oh. What are you doing with a cellular telephone? Everybody's got one sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some, uh, things that don't quite, quite hold up very well no but overall it's a classic horror i mean i think it worked so well because it was casted casted great i mean you got matthew lillard jamie kennedy um the strongest points of scream are not dell and i mean gail and (laughs) dell and gooey uh (laughs) gail and dewey you know like Give me Lillard, Kennedy, and Rose McGowan over that. I agree. Yeah. To me, Matthew Lillard is the standout. Oh, yeah. In this, that, yeah, he's the MVP. It works. <clears throat> yeah. And it's so over the top at the end. I think yeah. uh, that kitchen scene might be one of my favorite uh, like and he sequences improv- in horror. Yeah, and he improvised so much of that. It like, is you hit me br- with the phone, Dick. I mean, he's like all spitting, that was improvised. He's spitting and doing yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. it works. Mm-hmm. It really does work. And even though it it gets into that sort of like, it becomes over the top. But he grounds it in a way that a lot of actors his age at that time could have done. So yeah. big shout out to him. Oh, shout out to Matthew Lillard. Yeah, know you're listening. I hope <laughs> come on the podcast anytime. No, um, I totally agree. 
Yeah, very good points. Have you seen SLC Punk? No, you told me to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. What? I know. Brandon? You told me that years ago, and I still haven't Dude. done it. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. That's, first of all, the ending will make you ball your fucking eyes out. It's, okay. but it's an amazing, if you like, I mean, this was, uh, I want to say it came out in 96 or 97. So it's Matthew Lillard, you know, on just all this that you like about him in yeah. Scream. It's him, but as a punk. In oh, that's Salt so Lake rad. City in the 80s. Like, it's great. Okay. One cool. of my favorite movies of all time. Um, yeah. Matthew Lillard fucking crushes it. The casting is great in this. It yeah, is. Rose McGowan, Lillard, Skeet Ulrich, I guess. Yeah, he's good. I like Skeet Ulrich in this yeah. film. I've I've not seen a lot of his other work. Me neither. He I think Craven casted him because he saw him as kind of like uh Johnny Depp. That's what he does. He resembles Johnny Depp from Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he also went to UNC Wilmington. Oh, did he? And they're filming Scream 5 in In Wilmington. Wilmington. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that will play into the... Probably not. No. But it's just a fun fact. Yeah. No. What's your ranking? Oh, okay. Um, You know what? I'm going to go the same as yours. Originally, I thought it was going to be Scream 3, 4, 2, and 1. Mm-hmm. But the more I think about it, I think it's the same as yours. I'm going to put Scream 4 above Scream 2. Just for the simple fact that even though a lot of it doesn't work, when it does work, it works. Mm. So, Whereas Scream 2 just felt like... Well, it, it was rushed. I mean... They, it feels like it. Yeah. They started filming that essentially. I, I think they started filming it while Scream was still in theaters. So they were like, just give us something. Let's go. Let's churn it out. And yeah, I'll go Scream. Yeah, I'll go that All lineup. Right. All right. Well, we've kind of talked about Scream and all its screamness. I'm kind of tired of saying the word Scream. So a few weeks ago. I asked everybody on Instagram, hey, what do you want to see out of Scream 5? And I'm going to read those answers right now. So Nick Babs just responded simply, great kills. We agree, Nick. I agree. Yeah, some great kills would be great. Eric Bostwick, what's up, Eric? He says, Courtney Cox with a haircut that isn't atrocious. (laughs) We agree, Eric. Or an outfit. That fucking white turtleneck and leather pants. All right. My buddy UNC Zachary from Burlington, North Carolina. Big fan of the show. He said, Officer Doofy's return? A good send-off kill to Gail Weathers. Officer Dewey, he'll definitely come back. Kill Gail? I'm you down You think they'll that. be together? That's the thing. I think... think- since think, it's been imitating sort of their relationship. I think in the movie they'll be like divorced or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, I agree. Kill Gail. Who cares? The horror tap ask or says the projector breaks and they play the first one instead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You might be right. The horror tap. They're a good podcast. Listen to them, by the way. Thomas Baker says, more gore. I say, 
Yes. I say yes. One thing the fourth one did get right, they gored it up. They got the gore factor right. Yeah. Kev Crothens? Sorry if I'm not saying that right. He says, to see the original cast die off, I don't need to see more people angry slash jealous at Sidney Prescott. Maybe not kill off the whole cast. They would never do that, but I hear what he's saying. Like, like even in the fourth one where she was like, it's all about Sydney. What about me? That's the angle you, you want to take? Yeah, yeah, that's not interesting. Yeah, not really. It's like, oh, Sydney gets all the attention. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff Weston from Raleigh. What's up, dude? He says... Characters that I love with actors hopefully not phoning it in. I agree. Touche. Touche. Yeah. Have you seen... I get what he means. Um, huh? I understand what he means by that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, phoning ha- it in. Have you seen the uh, list of like new actors and stuff? that For Scream 5? Uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen it. Is it... Some I'm excited for, some I, I, don't, I don't know, know anything about. I don't know anybody. I think I'm excited... Is there anybody I should know about? Probably Jack Quaid is probably. What's the, he been in? Uh, he is the son of Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid. Oh, okay. But he's in the show. You about to say Randy Quaid? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's related to them as well. Maybe I don't know. I don't know that for sure. But he was in. He's in the show on Amazon called The Boys, and it's a actually oh, a pretty I've heard good about show. That. Okay. And I think he's a. I think he's a good actor. So I'm excited to see what. Okay. He is going to bring good to this. I'm excited Neff Campbell's back too. Yeah. Quick question. Quick. All right. I've gone back and forth with this in my mind before. Is Neff Campbell a good actress? Yes, I think so. You think so? I think so. I think that here's the thing about these screen films. They mm-hmm. exist in their own world. Mm-hmm. Their own sort of stylized reality. Mm-hmm. So, and I think for the most part, the actors who take on these jobs in these films do a good job of realizing what Craven's trying to to make, even when the dialogue is clunky and expositional and and all of these things, they do a decent job mm-hmm. of doing that. But no, I think Neff Campbell is a yeah because I've not seen a lot of her other work, but I think she's. Neither have I. I mean, we've all seen the craft and she's kind of the same in that. She she just does the like quiet stares confusingly at something and then <gasps> does a quick inhale and <gasps> I'm just she's kind of the Kristen Stewart of the nineties. She's got oh yeah. Oh, huh? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, she's I get what you're saying. It's kind of like Kristen Stewart. She's technically a good actress, but Kristen Stewart is a good. That's a whole nother. Okay. I like Kristen Stewart as an as an an actor. Yeah, um, and she seems like a good I, person. I'm not shitting on Kristen yeah. Stewart. I know it's the cool thing to do, but I think Nev Campbell's a good actor, and I think she, I think even after you know she did Scream and did craft whatever she sort of she went on and did theater well craft was in 96 as well oh okay yeah so after all of that i think she went on and did theater and i i like actors who do that who are like oh Mm. you know i'm tired of sort of the spotlight let me go back and yeah do it for the reason that i enjoyed doing it and i respect that and i like that so yeah i didn't know she did a lot of theater stuff she gets credit for that okay in my book yeah 
I mean, I don't, she's not bad by any means, no, but no, no. she also doesn't like jump out at me like, oh, wow. No, she doesn't get her, I, I guess what people call like an Oscar moment. Uh huh. She's not given that in any of these films. Yeah. She does like that kind of angry cry thing. You know, when you're like really mad and you got tears and you're. And you can't help but just, yeah. She's like, Jesus Christ, get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the question, Cliff. Here's Johnny, 79, coming all the way from Scotland. I'm actually going to be on Johnny's podcast. It's called Here's Johnny Reviews. I'm going to do The Shining with him. Oh, cool. Yeah, in like mid-October. Anyways, he says, nope, Scream 4 was bad enough. It was the death knell. Oh, he Jeez, didn't like Scream 4. Johnny. He did not like Scream 4. You know what? I, I want to let myself go there, and I could if I wanted to. To be like, you know what? Fuck you, Scream 4. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. But it's got some redeeming moments. It does. Like, when I was like 15 minutes into it the other night, I was like, wow, fuck this. But eventually it kind of, it... It works. And it doesn't drag. I will... That's another thing about Scream 4 that I'll give it credit for. an hour and 50 minutes. That's not too long. It's not... (laughs) It's long. I mean, all these Dude, movies are long, the, by the way. Scream are, 2 is almost two film, hours. For yeah. a horror film, that is a Yeah, the long. Scream films are long. Yeah. I think you're being a little harsh there, Johnny, but yeah, I, I hear you, man. All right, Phenomenal FKR ask. Definitely a main character death, but I do want to see Kirby come back. Kirby was killed. Uh, no, we never saw her die, actually. Oh. We saw her sort of like you know laying in her puddle like a puddle yeah, yeah. of blood but no she never did. i would like to see her come back maybe okay yeah she was a good character yeah yeah one little i know this is a nitpicky fucking thing but mm-hmm. one thing in scream 4 that drove me nuts anytime somebody got stabbed or killed whoever else was in the room had to run up and like check their pulse with their fingers <laughs> i know what you're talking about it was like nev campbell did it when um homegirl's mom got stabbed through the mail the letter door. yeah, yeah. kind of whatever um she did it there she like reacted and then touched her neck and then reacted I, again oh uh-huh. my god she is dead i think dewey does it too when the publicist jumps off the yes the the building and lands on the somebody just got like thrown the off a fucking roof onto a van she's like, clearly she's dead probably but Dewey's not alive. like let me check her pulse oh my god she is dead and i wonder if they do that i wonder if that was intentional on like the director's side to be like well if they check then they're dead for good and that way the audience can't speculate so it sort of it know. sort of marks them off the list of possible yeah, but at that point, why don't you go ahead and bring a fucking doctor out in a white trench coat and put a stethoscope and officially up announce through the heart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, all right, cause of death, thrown off a building, time eight fifty-seven. Yeah, all I right. agree. It's like, and there's even one scene towards the end of the movie where I, I forgot who somebody's dead on the porch or in the house. Dewey runs in, kneels down, checks her pulse. Oh my God, they're dead. Judy, with her fucking lemon squares, runs in, kneels down, checks her pulse. It's like, stop doing that. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um, thanks for the question, phenomenal FKR. All right, Captain Creepshow93 asks, or says, Gail's bangs make a comeback. 
Fuck no. I don't know about that. Maybe. I may you know what? She'll still have the fillers. Uh. I would oh. Here's what's going to be <laughs> <laughs> What if they did it? What if they brought the bangs back? You know how like the nineties are like a, like that style is like popular now. The, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What if they brought it back as a way of saying, look, we, now that that's back, you don't think they would? Nah. My friend Patrick Godwin asks, he says, the previews before should be the best part. I don't know if he's saying that's what they should be or that's what he expects, but. I hope you're wrong, Patrick. I hope the movie's better than the actual preview. It doesn't sound like he has high hopes for it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for all the questions. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks for everybody that wrote in. I know it took me two weeks to answer those questions, but things happen, you know? So, Brandon, I want to ask you. All right. You go to the theaters. You got your your food and your drinks. <laughs> Lights go down. The movie starts. What do you want to see? Scream 5. Ugh. What's the opening scene you want to see? I have no idea. I have no really? idea what to expect from this. I'd like to see something that that addresses sort of like this new like highbrow horror trend. What do you mean? Like it, since since Scream 4 has come out, you know like how like most of the good horror out these days are I mean, just, I mean, great films in general. They're not just good for like horror films. They're just fucking great. Films. Like, you know, we have Hereditary, mm-hmm. we have The Witch. We've got these really cool things. I would like to see something that addresses that element. Hmm. That, I, you know, we don't really have slashers anymore. Have you seen a, like a, a recent... <clears throat> like a mainstream, no. A mainstream slasher, no. Most of the stuff has been this psychological yeah which i do love by the way oh yeah absolutely you know what instead of all that i say ditch the whole narration on current mainstream horror Mm. and this is what i want to see okay first of all traditionally every screen movie starts with a big death you had casey becker um, movie theater and Scream 2, you had Cotton in Scream 3, even though that sucked. You had that stupid intro in Scream 4. So you got to do something big, right? Kill Gail or kill Sydney. Actually, that would be cool. Just kill somebody. Kill one of those three, Gail, Dewey, or Sydney. They're not going to fucking do it, though. You know they're not. You don't think they will? No. I bet that it they're would gonna be, play it safe. But what if they did it to Sydney? And I remember reading this. I'd this be all for that, not because I don't like Nev Campbell, but yeah, no. I, but like, I remember uh, hearing something about like Drew Barrymore signed on to do Scream mm-hmm. because she got killed within the first fifteen minutes. That was her idea, which is so fucking co- like, which is so cool because she's probably the one with the most star power. Yeah, in that film. And they're like, nope, kill her off. So I think if Scream 5 did do something similar to that, that would be... Yeah, if they want to kill Sydney in the beginning, I'd be on board for that. As long as you have a good actress to latch on to following that. Because if you're going to pull that that big of a move, you got to be able to back it up yeah. with an actual good movie. 
just kill Gail. Kill her in the first. I mean, she was awful in Scream 4. Seriously, like, everything about her in Scream 4 was fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Like the Dewey, I've got the scoop. It's like, <laughs> it's like no. we're done. No. We're done yeah. here. Go away. Get killed. <laughs> Fuck off. Ugh, Jesus. So yeah, kill kill her. Um here's what I would love for the movie to do. They will never fucking do this though. Halloween 2018, this movie. Only the first movie actually happened. Ignore oh, two, three, of- and four. Yep. First opening scene, you get a wide opening shot of Stu's house. There's ambulance and news crews there. You know, it's like, oh my God, uh, murder and chaos at uh, Stu Mocker's house last night. And you pick up the story from there. And then you still have Jamie Kennedy. He's still alive. You could say Matthew Lillard survived a little head TV smash. I mean, you didn't, you kind of saw him die, but not really. I actually like that a lot more than. Instead of like, continue. Okay, think about this. Because then they've got so much to put into like a, to consider. Well, none of the sequels matter from one to the next. No, There was nothing don't. in Scream 4 that mentioned anything that happened in 3 or 2. Nope. It's all, it all goes back to the first one. Yep. So like, let's just scrap all that shit instead of like trying to continue on with that beaten to death storyline. I think they showed that in Scream 4. It's like, the whole Dewey and Gill and it's done, you know, just do something different. Mm-hmm. What are your I thoughts agree. on that? I like that because you got Jamie Kennedy back. There you go. I like that. I hope that they do. And you can do scream. It's 25 years later. So is it a, so it's like a, it's a reboot and a sequel in a sense. Yeah. They'll never do that. But I'm pretty sure they're not going to because they've already announced this a ton of new cast members so it's pretty obvious they're still gonna do Dewey Gale and Sid plus a group of new teens to follow so you feel like it's do you think it's gonna be just like Scream 4 pretty much again yeah they're gonna yeah. play it safe and it's gonna be mediocre shit but they have an opportunity right now to like really ramp it up kill Sid in the first act kill them all who gives a shit I don't know. And you could start with something fresh. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be... What do you think about Wes Craven not being involved? Um. Well, the the team behind... Have you seen Ready or Not? Yeah. They're the ones that are... That duo. Yeah, they're the ones making this movie. Mm-hmm. Even though I thought that movie was fine, they're definitely capable directors and very competent. So I think they'll do a good job and treat the material with respect. Yeah, as far as that aspect goes, I think they'll do fine with the movie. I like those ideas that are anything but what we've seen. They need to go out I, of the norm. They really do. I We don't need another. But I think that's what they're going to do. I'm sure. Unfortunately. And I, d- I know nothing about the TV series that I haven't seen for, it. But I haven't either. So I don't know if they're hoping to get that audience or they're hoping to get the audience of the original. Yeah. Is it, is this going to be like a reboot, I'm like a sure. passing of the torch? 
I don't like know. kill the old and start anew. How is technology gonna be involved in this? Mm. I guess we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah, we'll find out though. It's coming out January twenty twenty two. Oh, yeah. Got a little ways to wait. Yeah. So, why Wilmington though? I don't know. I think it's pretty cool though. I think so too. I uh, hope that means it's staying in the suburbs or staying in a localized. Yeah, they do have uh, scream gyms. They have that that's lot true, there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, hopefully it's uh. That's another thing. Bring you back to suburbia. Yeah, neighborhood. Absolutely. No crazy fucking. No, they're no on Hollywood. a cruise or they're Hollywood freeway bullshit. Yeah. No. Said it in a well, I have cruise. Yeah. (laughs) Oh wow. (laughs) Kind of like I still know what we did last summer. Uh They're like, Wow, she won a cruise to Jamaica. (laughs) Bring all your friends. It's gonna be fun. Mm. Oh my god, there's a killer here. Uh it's just keep it fucking simple. Bring it back to the basics. Yeah. Keep what works. If they do that, they can't go to wrong yeah and get rid of gail weathers (laughs) that'll be a start well brandon i think you know that kind of covers the the scream franchise and what we hope happens with scream five we will see do you have anything else you would like to add no i think we've i think we have talked about scream i think i want to that's the last time i want to say the word scream Uh, we've said it a lot for quite a while (laughs) well hey man thank you so much for coming on the podcast yeah thank you so much for having me this I was really, this was really enjoyed great. having you on thanks i enjoyed and this. i just i gotta say i know you can't always choose who your spouse is friends with let alone best friends with but i'm glad that it's you oh thanks because man. you're a great that. dude and yeah it's always Same a pleasure hanging with you thanks yeah well thanks again for coming on and we'll have i'll have you back on soon i'd love to yeah what would you... The I know descent. you've said The Descent. The Descent. Okay. What else would I do? Yeah, what else would you... Other than The, the Descent. I knew you would Texas say... Texas Chainsaw. That. I'll do anything Texas Chainsaw. Okay. Uh, We should do a good watch-along. Oh, How yeah, about we sure. do a watch-along for the Texas Chainsaw remake? Oh, I'd love that. Okay. Yeah, I'd be down. Or maybe even like a proper episode on it. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, I'm totally down. We'll talk about it. All right. Cool. All right, Brandon, thanks for coming on. And hey, everybody, thank you for listening. I really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for everything. I'm going to keep churning these out. I got some cool shit lined up uh, for October. I'm not going to announce it yet, but it's going to be fun. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.